Dear adulting, Mom, I wasn't ready for this. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Dear Adulting. I'm your host, Raquel Alfaro. Before I start, I just want to say I can't believe this is my 10th freaking episode. Like what? It still seems crazy to me to be doing this, but I'm happy and I'm enjoying it. And I'm so thankful for everyone who's been supporting and enjoying the show. And that being said, I hate to say this, please rate and subscribe to my podcast and leave a comment on Apple Podcasts or the iHeartRadio app. It truly does help me out a lot. And just getting the word out there helps me too. All right, let's move on with a little life update. I've been feeling a little bit lazy and super tired this last couple days. I've just been feeling like unmotivated and haven't been in the mood to work out even though I forced myself to. It's just been kind of a weird week and I don't know if it's because of the weather or if it's just me because I've been sleepy. And let's see what else is new. Oh, Facebook still owes me money. I finally got in contact with them and they emailed me, but now they're just like scrambling to find answers and figure out why they haven't paid me, which has been super annoying. And they said they're gonna resolve it. So hopefully that happens. I'm also working on getting my YouTube up and running. Yes, I'm trying to be a YouTuber as well, which people don't realize is hard as fuck to do. So that's been interesting. I tried to test it out by making a get ready with me vlog. And it sounds simple, but it's honestly not. Like, I set up my little studio area where I was going to sit down and do my makeup by the window for perfect lighting. I had to set up my camera. And you think you just hit record and start talking, but you don't because then you might end up rambling and you're forgetting what you want to say or you mess up your makeup and you just have to go with it or you have to start all over because it's on camera so that was definitely an experience for myself to go through and yes it was an overall shit show lots of reshooting talking but i've got this okay and it shall be uploaded soon so keep an eye out i will post the youtube channel link to my instagram so you guys should just keep an eye out for that Your girl is just trying to make it in a world, okay? I'm trying here if it means looking like an idiot on camera. I'm gonna look like an idiot on camera. It's weird because I seem to thrive behind the scenes and it's interesting because I also was a film minor in college, which I was behind the scenes a lot just shooting short films or writing. And I did have one acting debut on a friend's film, short film, but it's not the same because you're not talking to yourself in a room and just doing your makeup and you're like, yeah, guys, look. And it's like, you probably sound crazy to your family because they don't know what the hell you're doing. But yeah, YouTubing has definitely been in an experience for me. I will get the hang of it. I remember I wanted to be a YouTuber before when I was a kid. I actually did have a YouTube channel with my cousins when I was younger and that was pretty fun. We used to recreate dances to Hannah Montana and then sing along to them and it just brings back so many memories and I think everyone also goes through a point in their life where they're like, I want to be a YouTuber and then they're scared to do it. All I can say is just Come up with an idea and just hit the record button. And even if it's like you mess up, it's just a test run. So don't worry about that. Just keep going and eventually you get the hang of it. That's what I had to do. I mean, I was filming for at least two hours and that's me just getting ready and talking. Does it take me two hours to get ready? Usually, no. Do I talk that much? Yeah, I would say I talk a lot. That's why I have a podcast. Anyways, moving on to you, my little rack stars. (laughs) 
Do you like that? I I love it. I feel like my loyal listeners need a cool new name besides being adults in training, you know? And I mixed Rockstar with my first name, Raquel, and I came up with Rackstars. If you hate it, I don't blame you, but whatever, we'll stick with it for now. And like always, I hope you had an amazing week. If not, this little affirmation should help. The affirmation of the day. All right, today's affirmation is I'll be amazing, but first coffee. So this basically means don't talk to me unless I've had my cup of coffee. (laughs) I'm just kidding. No, what this is saying is you're going to start the day positive by not only saying you're amazing, but feeling amazing after that first breathtaking sip of coffee. I love this because not only are you saying you're amazing, but you're feeling amazing too. And this works even if you don't drink coffee. I guess you're still amazing. So no matter your drink of choice, just go ahead and repeat this to yourself out loud or internally three times today or throughout the week. Just know you're amazing and treat yourself to a cup of coffee or if you're anything like me, a nice tall iced coffee. And I'm not talking about the miniature tall ones from Starbucks. I'm talking about a nice real tall slim cup of iced coffee mixed with caramel cream and caramel drizzle because that shit is fire let's get into today's episode coffee coffee i love you you can do no wrong and you always make everything better i just feel as though you are my best friend and coffee spelled backwards is a fuck and i don't give a fuck in a morning about anything unless i've had my coffee I just, in my opinion, we don't appreciate the greatness of coffee or what it adds to our everyday life. Personally, I couldn't tolerate half the shit I do during the day unless I've had my coffee. And the best part about it is it helps you get shit done and be productive while still tasting yummy. I probably sound like a crazy person right now because I'm like going on just romanticizing about coffee And I don't care because I have an undying love for it. Like I wake up in the morning, I'm not thinking about my boyfriend. I'm thinking about what creamer should I add to my coffee? And it just gets me out of bed and into a better mood. And I just look forward to it. And I'm sorry to my non-coffee drinkers. I know it's hard to relate. I feel like, you know, tea is still good. Tea, I like tea. Do I love tea? No, I love coffee. But I still have love for tea. So if that's your choice of drink, I'm sure you understand the love I have for coffee. You might have that same love for tea. But today, I'm sorry. I'm not spilling the tea. I'm spilling the coffee. So we're going to talk about that today. And my relationship with coffee began when I was seven years old watching novellas. And if you don't know what novellas are, they're basically soap operas, but in Spanish. And my grandma used to watch this on a television. I remember this clearly. We used to sit down in the kitchen. She had a TV in her kitchen. No, she was not bougie. It was a small TV. And she used to pour me a hot cup of coffee, which, you know, isn't my favorite today, but let's stick with the story. It was a small hot cup of coffee and she used to give me pastries, like bread, bread pastries or whatever you want to call it. And I used to dunk it in the coffee and it used to be so good. At the time, my uncle lived with her and so he would get so mad at her because he did not want me drinking coffee so young. But that didn't stop me. I was still watching my novellas, dunking my bread inside my coffee, just sitting there 
gossiping with my grandma and it was just nice. And then I think I kind of forgot about it until my first year of high school or no, it was my first year of college. Sorry. It was my first year of college because I, yeah, I didn't drink coffee in high school. I drank it in college because I was, it was my first year. I was taking six classes and I needed to get accepted into my major. And for those of you who don't know, when you're in your first year of college, it's almost the most stressful year, in my opinion, because you have to pick the major you're going to want to graduate in and also study, but you have to get accepted into the major first, which you have to take the prerequisites for that major, and then you have to get a certain GPA. So that was the position I was in. So I remember we had a Starbucks inside the library and not being experienced as a coffee expert. I was pretty much a rookie when it came to it. I started drinking just a regular iced coffee, vanilla creamer, and it was pretty bland. I knew I had to spice things up because I'm spicy. Second, I'm kidding. No, I just knew I had to spice things up because to me, vanilla creamer is just bland and I didn't like the overall taste of it. I don't even like it regularly like I don't like vanilla unless it's like vanilla ice cream and like chocolate syrup I don't know to me just adding vanilla creamer to a regular iced coffee just it just didn't mix well so I also realized that was lactose and then I think I told my mom about it and she actually was the one that told me about almond milk which if you've never had almond milk you need to give it a try it is so freaking good and you can add it to anything coffee cereal. I mean, it's, I have a love for almond milk just as I do for coffee and it's just as good as even oat milk. So if you like oat milk, you should definitely give almond milk a try. But anyways, I started adding almond milk to my regular iced coffee. I would just tell them no cream, almond milk, and caramel syrup. And I was a hoe for caramel. I even added extra drizzle on top because funny enough, I mean, that's still my go-to order now, but I, when I say I discovered this mix and it changed my life, it did change my life. Although I remember one day when I was in college, I was supposed to be studying for an exam and I think my mom probably remembers this, but I added an extra shot of espresso to, I think I got a grande and a grande already comes with two shots. So I had three shots of espresso. I could not stop talking all day. I mean, I stayed up studying, yes, but I was calling my mom back to back with heart palpitations and I was freaking out because I was like, am I gonna die? And finally, over the years, I got like a hold of myself. I started to figure out which coffee order was maybe best for me which mix I like best. But without that order, I would have never made it through my years of college. I feel like I wasn't the only one either because every day that Starbucks was packed on campus. I mean, the lines were insane and sometimes I'd be late to class for it and I don't care. And Duncan was off campus, but even Duncan was packed. So I just remember always ordering that drink and it's still my go-to order now. Even though, you know, I would, you know, try to order stuff to mix it up a bit. I would get the specialty drinks. I remember Starbucks had like a s'mores drink at one point. I wasn't the biggest fan. I feel like nothing hit the same. Like my medium 
caramel iced coffee with almond milk. I just felt like it was the perfect balance for me to stay awake and I wasn't so jittery. And a little unpopular opinion, I stopped going to Starbucks because I actually prefer the way Dunkin' makes their iced coffees. I just think their coffee beans are a lot better and they're not as strong as Starbucks. And I, I don't know, Starbucks to me kind of has a bitter taste and I don't really like bitterness. I like the way Dunkin' makes it. It's not too sweet. I mean, sometimes they get a little too sweet on me, but for the most part, I like the way Dunkin' makes it and they actually made me fall in love with iced coffee because I drink that shit year round. And I just got PTSD from saying that because one of my fun facts, so we were supposed to write fun facts for sorority recruitment. I think we were supposed to write at least five. My top fun fact was I drink iced coffee year round. Did I sound like an idiot? Probably. Do I completely back up that statement? Absolutely. Because to me, you have to be one tough bitch to drink iced coffee during the winter, first of all, the fall, the spring, and the summer. And to me, being able to drink iced coffee year-round, just that should just be a personality trait itself because if you look at my personality, well, first of all, I'm a Gemini. I think that's a Gemini thing to say, but I I think I'm awesome for drinking coffee year-round and I thought it was a cool, fun fact to share and I want to meet other people who drink iced coffee year-round. I think we could you know, have some really great conversations, really get along, become great friends. So hit me up if you drink iced coffee around. I would love to talk to you. And did I make it into that sorority? No, I didn't. I think I was the first person voted off, but it's fine. I mean, I still drink my iced coffee around and I still share that as a fun fact. But like I was saying, my relationship with coffee definitely has had its ups. It's perfect to me. But like any other relationship, it does have its downs. The downs being me having anxiety and drinking coffee, which everyone knows contains caffeine, which will most definitely cause ramped up anxiety. Because if you already have anxiety, caffeine can actually ramp it up and make it worse for you and can actually trigger a panic attack. And before I didn't realize that was what was happening is because college, I was drinking coffee every day. I was getting at least, you know, the grandes or medium-sized dunking coffees. And then I was going into really panicky stages in my body or I was like not able to sleep at night. And then I realized it was the coffee, which sucked because like I said, I just love coffee. But it can be hard for me sometimes even now because I have ADHD and coffee has been used as a stimulant to focus and it can actually be beneficial for people who have ADHD, which I didn't know until this year. But because I also have anxiety, it causes me to be a manic mess sometimes. So there's times where I can drink coffee and I can finish it and then like five minutes later, 10 minutes later, my body is shaking or I'm having a full-blown panic attack, which is not fun if you've ever actually had one. So you would think that would end my relationship with coffee, but it didn't. I still love it because you don't just give up on someone you love, okay? And we have had more downs. I mean, sometimes I've tried giving up on coffee completely and withdrawals can cause headaches because suddenly you become addicted to the caffeine, obviously. And I say suddenly like I'm not feeding my body this, but that's something I just never realized was happening. Like there'd be days that I would um, 
just drink coffee, right? And then let's say the next day I didn't or I forgot to, which how could I forget to when I just love it? And I would get a full-blown like migraine the days that I wasn't drinking it. And I was assuming that I was just sick or I was just having like a migraine. But no, it's actually like because your body gets so used to having coffee it um once you like don't have it you'll start to get a headache which becomes confusing when it comes to the withdrawals of it because coffee has also been used to cure headaches and get rid of migraines so that's why I kind of you know we get through our ups and downs and sometimes coffee has a little more ups than its downs which is why I didn't give up on it the worst experience I've had <laughs> I have had with coffee or have I should say is when I'm driving and I take my first sip of coffee and in five seconds I have to hold in a poop because I don't know I guess it's the stimulant and then the caffeine mix or whatever you have to make sure you like if you're drinking coffee you have had to have had your morning poop if you don't have your morning poop I'm sorry that coffee is gonna make you have that shit literally because I cannot tell you how many times I've been driving and I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to go to the bathroom and I can't and I have to rush to the bathroom. And, you know, these things sound terrible, but they're not. They're manageable and every relationship requires remembering the positives and sticking alongside your partner. You don't just throw your half full coffee away like it's nothing, you know, and then all of a sudden you automatically just hate coffee. No, if you do do that, then I don't trust you. Seriously, here are some positive solutions you can practice to strengthen your relationship with coffee. So for anxiety, for instance, I now mix my decaf with regular, which isn't bad at all. So now if I don't want to have regular coffee, I alternate between decaf and it tastes pretty much the same. The difference is decaf has less caffeine than regular coffee does. So I pretty much you know, because I do want a little bit of caffeine, so I'm not going through bad withdrawals. I do half and half, so I do half decaf and half regular. And, you know, coffee can be expensive sometimes, especially if you're mixing up orders. So I do want to say, like, you can make this at home. If you just, like, for me, for example, I love Dunkin'. I just buy the Dunkin' coffee grinds or whatever from Food Lion or whatever grocery store and I just make my coffee at home. I just, what you can do is add a bunch of ice to a cup or whatever coffee cup you use, make regular coffee, pour it in there. The ice is going to melt but it'll make the coffee hot and then just add your favorite creamers in. And I do this about every day now and I've saved so much money because I know you're probably like, well, coffee is expensive. I'm spending so much money on coffee a week. Trust me, I was there. So I know what you're going through and that's what can help is just making your coffee at home. Getting less espresso shots can also help with the jitteriness and if you have anxiety or shakiness from coffee, it, depending on your order. So for example, grandes come with two. So Instead of getting the two espresso shots, order one down from whatever size you get because I was a barista, so I've got you covered. I think I mentioned before I worked at Barnes and Noble and their cafe, so I kind of know the little tricks and tips on what to do and not to do. And something not to do is if you already are diagnosed with anxiety or you're more prone to getting shaky and jittery, do not drink cold brew. 
unless you plan to be up all night or unless you plan to go to the hospital. I warn my boyfriend to not drink this. Please do not. I mean, cold brew is good and it tastes like regular coffee. If you enjoy cold brew, go for it. But I'm just saying as a warning, cold brew has more caffeine than regular coffee. And if you're just drinking that straight with whatever else they mix it with, that is just not a good combination, especially someone who is more prone to getting anxious and shaking jittery just from regular coffee. So just stay away from that. As I mentioned before, coffee makes you poop, but it's also been beneficial for IBS and it helps with your bowel movements. I'm not a doctor, but I've been told it helps with that. And clearly if it's making you shit within five seconds, I could see how that that's accurate. But overall, I stick by coffee because it improves my overall mood. It can also take away headaches, which is tricky because if you want to stop drinking regular coffee, it can cause headaches for about two weeks. But I feel like coffee just adds that one element of happiness and it just makes you feel overall great. So that is what I have to say about my relationship with coffee. And if you're looking for a new order to try that would keep you awake but not jittery, I recommend trying an iced caramel macchiato with almond milk and extra caramel drizzle. I promise you it's the perfect balance of keeping you calm yet woke. Ew, do people even say woke anymore? I feel like that's a caramel macchiato drinker thing to say. And you know how people say you are what you eat? I believe people can be what they drink as well based on their coffee orders because there's so many coffee orders out there i'll stick to the main ones i've seen people order or make so if you're like me you like to drink caramel macchiatos iced specifically you like to think you're mature and put together but in reality you're one sip away from falling apart and having a full blown meltdown over the smallest inconvenience latte drinkers you're somewhat put together but you like to think your coffee order is better than anyone else's i get that little like snobby coffee drinker vibe from you and specialty drinks you have no idea what to order what coffee even is and it's just simple and it looks pretty to you because you know i like i said i was ordering drinks from the specialty menus and it's not even coffee at that point it's just a bunch of sugar mixed together so what the hell are you doing Hot coffee drinkers. I don't trust you, especially if you add no cream. Like, what do you think you're doing? We get it. You're responsible. That just pretty much sums up how I feel about people from their order preferences. I'm not a judger. I hate to judge. I'm accepting of all coffee drinkers. But my favorite cup of coffee or drink preference is caramel macchiatos. And if you're not drinking a caramel macchiato, then I don't know you. <laughs> Anyways... I think that pretty much sums up today's episode and how I feel about coffee. I could go on and on for hours, but no one wants to hear that. I'm basically the Dr. Phil of coffee, so if you need anything, any advice on how to fix your relationships one cup at a time, I'm here for you. I'm here for you till the end. All right, I hope you enjoyed and remember to be kind to yourself. Again, you can follow me on Instagram at Raquel Alfaro. That's R-A-Q-U-E-L-L-A-L-F-S-N-Frank-A-R-O. The podcast page at Dear Adulting Podcast. And make sure to tune in every Sunday on Spotify or Apple and iHeartRadio and subscribe and leave a rating. All right, my adults in training. Hope you enjoyed and happy fucking adulting. Bye. (laughs) 